Welcome to Small Business Startup Stories presented to you by Bitbox. Bitbox exists to discover, develop, and launch the next generation of love-led entrepreneurs. My name is Scott Behrman. I'll be your host for this episode. As always, we interview small business owners to hear how they started their business so that you can gain valuable insights to utilize in your small business start. All right, welcome to a new, this is a new episode, a new series um, for VitVox in our podcast. So this new series, we will be following the journey of a startup. I've had this desire for a long time. I've, I've been inspired by the um, complex news organization, and they used to do a series called Blueprint, a uh, lot fancier and higher higher def cameras and all that kind of stuff. But what they did is they just sat down with an entrepreneur and and, and kind of just tr- traveled through their story. It was, a lot, it was a lot higher level. But what we want to do in this, um, this series is just dive deep into like details. So today we have Dustin Miller on the podcast. Uh, he's kicking this series off with his company called Breezy, and I'll let him introduce himself a little bit and tell us a little bit more about what Breezy is. But we've been working together for, for a while now, a couple of years. And uh, Dustin with, approached me a couple of weeks ago. I was like, hey, I have this idea. What, what would you think about just following our story and just recording it? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So what we'll eventually be doing is doing a weekly podcast that will update probably like 10 to 15 minutes, like a quick hop on. Hey, what happened this week? What challenges did you face? What breakthroughs did you make? Uh, What celebrations did you have? The highs, the lows, (laughs) the unknowns, the I didn't get anything done this week, right? The reality of what it looks like to be an entrepreneur and start something. So, but before we do that, and today what we're going to do is kind of just go from ideation, inception, that that like, you know, the movie Inception, when a thought was dropped in your head and kind of, and travel up to where you're at today. That's the hope. Uh, We'll see, we'll see how far we get. Uh, And we'll, we, we might break this down in a couple episodes as well. So with that brief introduction, or maybe, you know, maybe a little bit longer introduction. Uh, Dustin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Scott. I'm excited to be here. And also to kind of share a little bit about what we've been doing at Breezy and for your customer base to really hear about what we're doing and how we've kind of been able to really utilize Vitbox and the platform that they have to really help us launch out in these first couple of weeks here. Yeah, well, great to have you, and and thanks for the plug <laughs> for Bitbox. Uh, and yeah, that's what we do. We're we're it's funny. I mean, we're in our startup journey as well at Bitbox. This exactly. is uh, I've always said we want to help people start their thing, and we're doing that by starting our thing. So we're learning along the way. We're we're growing. We're trying new things, and uh, but our whole intention is just to come alongside people and help them uh, start whatever's in their heart to start. Um, and Dustin, knowing you, this will probably be the first of many, uh, <laughs> things that you start. So excited to, uh, to, to be a part of, of this first venture of yours. I mean, first big, big push. You've come up with a lot of different things over, over the, the year, last couple of years, but, uh, trying things out and that's what you do, right? You try things out, you see what works and see what sticks. 
Uh, so I'm excited to uh, hear your story. So maybe this is what I asked for small business startup stories. So maybe let's just start with like who you are uh, in a condensed way. Like what, what, what were your major influences in your life? And, and how do you think you got to like where you are today in terms of someone who is looking to start something from scratch and take a risk <laughs> uh, in yeah. the various ways that, that you take risks to do that. So I'll turn over to Mike to you on that one. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so who I am, I think a lot of who I am has been shaped and influenced by the people that are around me. It's kind of cliche. A lot of people say that, but I truly do believe it. I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Um, so my mom, she started her own cleaning business with my aunt and they have been doing that for, I think they're coming up to around 20 years now. Um, also saw the same influence in my dad. My dad um, started his own little insurance company as an agent. Um, did a bunch of little side projects in his current role, even is very entrepreneurial in creating new products um, for his customer base in the RV industry. And so I think those were at an early age, very foundational for me, um, role models, influences that really let me see that you can create something um, and that something new can come out of it. Um, and I saw my, bar- my, my parents benefit from that financially. And I also just in what they were able to do and able to offer me from that. Um, mm-hmm. So that was definitely a really, really big influence. And I think as time has progressed from there, um, even the people that I've begun surrounding myself with have also really influenced me along this entrepreneurial journey and this path that I've been on. Um, I think uh, about two years ago, I met up with some friends who were starting a new company here in Chicago, was able to join them. Initially in those journeys, those things didn't pan out the way that we were hoping to, but it was still one of those things that was very influential for me to really begin my own personal journey of starting my own company. Um, And then even up to today, I have um, friends who currently are doing stuff in entrepreneur. I have a cousin who recently just opened her brick and mortar store um, where she is selling uh, clothing out of and jewelry and all these different little things. And uh, a friend of mine who I was just in his wedding recently last summer, starting up his own media company now. Um, And then um, I think I'm not trying to hype or plug in more, but I think you've also been a pretty big inspiration um, for me in my own journey, seeing how you've started up Urban Street Window Works and Lux Street and now Vitbox and what you're launching up with. So I think a lot of who I am are because of the people that were around me and have brought me to the place that I am at currently. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's... Um a huge influence on the, obviously the people around you, especially if there's positive experiences around you in that, exactly. in that sense. What do you, what do you think is the thing that, uh, that, that motivates you or the reason that you want to start your own businesses? Yeah, I, I love building things. I always have as a kid, love tearing things apart and rebuilding them. Sometimes just building them back to what they were. I love actually making things better than they were before. So um, I remember when I was a kid, we had a bike, um, very simple. It was like $20, $30 bike you get at Walmart probably. And remember like tearing the whole thing apart and repainting the frame. There's different stuff like that and like producing something new um, from it. And so 
I think at the at, at the heart of it, that's why I love entrepreneurship. It's like you are building something, creating something new, and so um, that's my big motivation and reason for getting into it. In many ways, is is just to build something. And then in that same tone, I've what I've what I've come to learn recently in building Breezy is to build stuff and to build it with other people. Because um, mm-hmm. as soon as you start building it with other people, the journey just gets a lot more exciting and you also are able to move a lot faster through the process and um it also helps you um overcome some of those lows that you experience when you're trying to do it by yourself and so yeah i think those are kind of the big like like the big influences and the reasons why i do what i do today yeah uh so all right i think that's a good good background um yeah so tell me about um Let's get let's get the the inception moment of breezy. What was the what was the aha moment? Uh, well, I don't know if you maybe tell us what breezy is. There we go. <laughs> I don't know if we've done that yet, but tell us what breezy is, and then then lead me into like the when when the idea the moment of the idea ideation of that. Yeah. So our current iteration of Breezy, and I say iteration because we've been through <laughs> so many different concepts of what the company could really be. But where we're currently at right now is Breezy is basically a um, company that is trying to disrupt the automotive services industry. And we're starting by um, attacking how users are currently getting their cars washed. Um, we're going to be moving into other services in the future, um, but right now what we're really focusing on is trying to basically provide a very easy, convenient, and user-friendly car wash. Um, and we're kind of adding our own innovation to it where we have an online booking system that we've created in-house that allows our users to go on, save their car um, information, and schedule cleans as far as in advance as they want. Um, and have it automatically reoccur for them. And we actually come to our users' locations, whether that's a business, an apartment, on the street, wherever it's at. We're coming to the user and washing their car on site. Um, where this kind of came from, um, this idea was, it was actually last summer, so summer of 2020, I had been gifted a car um, for a very cheap price uh, by my brother. And I was trying to figure out where do I get this thing washed? I was living in the city in Chicago at the time, or still am, and was just trying to figure out where do I go. And as I was looking at a bunch of different options, um, the cost points were just not where I necessarily wanted them to be at for the type of service that I was getting. Um, Or the type of service was not up to this par to the standard that I was really wanting. And so there were options that we all see them in Chicago, the $4 car washes and the lower used end be, budget items. Used to be three. $3. Has it gone up a buck now? <laughs> I, think, I think some of them are still doing it at three. It's, I, <laughs> right. it's beyond me how they're making money on those things, but somehow they are for $3 a wash right? with all the water and the chemicals that they're throwing at your car. That's volume. I mean, there's, there's days yeah. where the one over on Fullerton right over here that we go to. Yep. I mean, until we start using breezy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, some days it's like it's lying down the street. So, but oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so those were always a like you had just mentioned, always very busy too. And so you had to go at just the right time. Sure. You didn't want to be waiting in line for thirty minutes to get your car washed. Um, and then afterwards, I mean, 
usually what you pay for is the automatic car wash and that, but then you're having to go through and do the manual vacuuming and all that stuff. That's not necessarily included in the cost there. Um, and so, yeah, I was trying to figure out where do I go? And so I was starting to look up like all people who want to figure out stuff do looked up on YouTube, how, how to wash your car in a city and ran across some really great products that were out there and really got introduced to this world of waterless car washes. Um, and I thought, Whoa, I, I got to try this out. Let me see what this is all about. And so I went ahead and ordered myself a kit online. Um, and I started washing my car on the street. Basically I used a method that allowed me to wash my car just as you would be washed at a professional detail center, leaving no scratches and really creating the quality of wash that I wanted. Um, and then at the time I was also doing an internship at a local organization here in the city. And I was speaking, I was talking to my director on the way to one of our sites and I was like, Hey, what if, what if you did car washes for other people? Like, what if you did these waterless type washes? Um, what, what would that look like? And so we started talking a little bit and that was kind of like the first moment, um, was traveling on the road, um, with my director, um, who has, he's now on board on our team as one of our consultants, Toby, which you may hear in the podcast later. Um, but yeah. And so we, we, we kind of had that idea there and started talking through it a little bit. And then over the course of that summer, um, he was very generous for basically a day out of my internship. I would just focus all my attention and energy towards this idea mm-hmm. of really trying to figure out what could this look like? Is this a thing? And we began to really dive into what do we do beyond the wash? Can we add some um, additional services that really like make us stand out from other washes? And so we looked into um, how do we wax on the go? And so we figured that out. How do we clean interiors on the go? And we figured that out. And that's when we also developed our booking system to make it fast, easy, and convenient for our customers just to go online and get it all done. Yeah. So So when was the moment that, or what did it take to get to a point where you decided to like put, put time and energy and effort into it? Was there, was there like a specific deciding moment where you're sitting down with Toby and you're you're like, should we pursue this or no? And then, or, or was it a dream that you had one night? Like what? What 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 made you go from oh this is an idea we can wash people's cars mm-hmm. we can do it mobily and oh and we have and there's this technology that we can use to do that right because everybody's got great ideas right? yep. <laughs> I mean I've thought of this I have a friend who started actually mobile car washing mm-hmm. years ago uh, it didn't work out but uh, <laughs> I don't know why but, um, yeah, I remember sitting down talking with him about it. Be like, "Oh, yeah, great idea!" Like, there's, you know, thinking through those things. So, what, what made you actually like start building? Yeah, I think it was sharing the idea with as many people as I possibly could, just to hear that feedback. Um, so, I don't know if there was necessarily one defining moment where I was like, "This is what I'm going to be doing," but I think it was gradually over time as I began to share the idea with people and then kind of build the product out to support what I was telling people and to let them kind of see what I was doing. Um, It just kind of grew my confidence in the idea and the concept that we had. And so I think over time, I gradually just kind of had started doing it. And then 
about three or four months in, I was like, well, I've already spent three to four months of doing this project. I might as well go full boots in on it. And so, I mean, we're, we're about a, a little under a year into, or I would say about probably like eight months into from when we first had that thought into now where we're currently at. And so, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause like I said, a lot of people have great ideas, right? Um, yeah. I do friend who came up with the idea for the, oh, what the heck's the name of that blanket? Snuggy? Oh, yeah. That? Like back in the day, you know, yeah, it was like the arm. Ideas. Yeah, you had like yes. arms. And Always he was, wanted was one like, of those. I mean, he had the idea like years before. He's like, wouldn't it be great to have a blanket where you could like stick your arms out of, but you don't go have to like <laughs> get out from my, you know. So anyways, um, so I think I'm, I'm just trying to find like the formula. If there's a formula, let's really, you know what I mean? Like yeah. well, one, you already said you're a builder uh, and you like creating new things. So that, I think that's definitely particular. I don't think, I think we all have that within us in some way, mm-hmm. shape or form. Like we just have this, we want to create new things. I, I believe it's just in our nature to do that in our human nature. Um but so there's that in you. And I know, you know, like I said, we've worked together uh, at Urban Street. You're still uh, part-time at Urban Street. Um, so I know like your energy and excitement for like taking an idea and like building it out. Um, so that was one of it, right? That was one key element for you. And then the next one, what I heard was that you just shit started sharing the idea. Did you get, so did you get any negative, like how much pushback did you get? Cause that, or did you get any? I, I received very little pushback. I want to say, or if I did receive pushback, no one ever told me to my face. They may have, <laughs> <laughs> after I walked away, I'm like this dude's crazy. doesn't know what right. he's doing. That's the dumbest um, idea <laughs> that I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think most of the feedback I initially received was very positive because a lot of people that I was speaking to, were not necessarily looking for this service, but when they heard about this service, they were like, wow, that's very innovative. And I haven't like that, that would fit me and suit me very well for what I need it for right now. And I found out that I was talking to a lot of people initially within businesses. So people that had pretty busy lives. Um, These are people in ministry um, where the schedule that they have is sometimes crazy the amount of hours that they work. And so they were just looking for a solution where they didn't have to necessarily go to that car wash and something that would just come to them. And so, yeah, initially really, really positive feedback. Um, The biggest skepticism that I've always gotten was just people questioning waterless wash. How's that possible? You're going to scratch my car. And so, but once we kind of assured our customers and really showed them the process, then that kind of ended up um, that, that, that that skepticism kind of went away after people started seeing that. Oh, you you can produce a wash that is waterless, right? So, so you have the idea, you have feedback from people mm-hmm. who are like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." What was the next step after that? It's starting to build the team around it. I think this was this was one of the things that I did different in this company than any other company that I've tried to start in the past. And that was trying to build people um, who were also passionate about this idea um, and bring them on board. And so I think, I mean, before I started this company, I was kind of 
thinking through the idea of what would it look like to start a commercial cleaning company. I had a lot right. of experience with that. Um, and I even had started to kind of do some branding and stuff out, like out of, out of that. But I was doing that all by myself. I was doing all the sales, like everything I was just trying to figure out by myself. But with this idea, I kind of began to bring people into it. So like I said, Toby, I, I brought him in right away. And I think that helped out a lot for me because it really brought in accountability for the idea and accountability to move forward. Like, like I said, I'm, I, I love building. I'm, I'm a builder, but mm-hmm. trying to finish something sometimes is where I struggle. Um, and so having a team that can really keep me accountable and push me forward is kind of, I, w- I would say that next thing that really was impactful for me. So you bring a team together and what do you guys, what did you guys start working on? Yeah. So initially we wanted to figure out um, and make sure that our whole process of cleaning a vehicle was going to be perfect. Um, that, that there would be no flaws in it, that a consumer wouldn't come to their vehicle and find dirty spots. And so we began to build some systems and processes around that. We did a lot of testing with different products to make sure that we were using the best and the highest quality ones out there. Um, that would be beneficial for our users. Um, and then after we really felt that we were in a, in a, in a good place with that, we started focusing our attention to our booking system. And so that's something that we have recently just finished up that we're really excited about. Um, we basically went ahead and built that all in-house. We had been looking at a bunch of options that were already pre-built, um, like square appointments, um, Calendly. There's all these things that a lot of mobile washers use to try to um, allow people to schedule their wash. But we were just finding out that none of those were going to really work for what we were trying to do. We were really trying to make this as a user-friendly experience as possible. And so we built our own in-house booking system. And um, after spending a decent duration of time, probably around three months of really focusing in on that full time, um, have we come to really love what we've produced in that. So that was our, those were the things that we initially worked together on, yeah, together on as a team. What did it look like? So you said, just to back back up a little bit, yeah. uh, you're washing cars, you're testing out like, okay, how does this waterless car washing work? What products work best? Who was doing that? Yeah. So initially that was me. Um, okay. It was me using my own car as the guinea pig, basically. Mm-hmm. Luckily, every product I used didn't ruin it. Um, so it's all good still. Paint still looks nice. I don't know. Um, it's got this. You got a you got a two tone going on on your car. I know your car, so uh. <laughs> I got two tone going on the hood. That's a different story. <laughs> that was long before I started the company. Um, so that's from a different incident. Um, and then I started hitting up my friends basically, and would wash their cars for free for them. I wanted to get different practices on different paint colors and different exteriors and all these different things. And so um, my friends loved that. They got their cars washed for free. And I would try to about every week wash two two to three cars to really understand and learn like how to do the process. Am I doing it right or am I not? Mm -hmm. Um, And then getting their feedback from them and understanding is this working um, or how long is this thing clean for? And then we kind of from that began to build our services out. Was that, that, did you like have a, uh, like a spreadsheet or a checklist for them or was that just having conversations? Yeah. So it was just initially it was just conversations. 
um, just asking them, hey, how'd you feel about the clean? Um, then also just kind of getting their feedback. Um, I think if I were to do that again, I would definitely have some sort of um, feedback form or something where they can really fill out, where we can really see the metrics and understand, I, well, we've noticed that we've been receiving complaints about these little areas. Um, I, I recently did a wash for um, a friend of mine and he noted afterwards, he's like, hey, make sure that you are always checking um, behind the trunk area because um, I noticed you missed that. And so this, those little things are, have been really helpful. And then we go ahead and actually take those comments and we um, build it into our washer app, basically, where we have that as a checklist item now to where a washer can go through and check off. Yep, I checked this item, I checked this item and this item. So we make sure we're not missing any spots anymore. Nice. So, um, during this process, is your idea validation with feedback from people um, learning the best techniques and the best products, bringing out a team? Uh, at any point, did 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 you have was there money? Did you <laughs> did you have to like? How were you fund? How are you funding? Uh, the, the supplies, at least testing the supplies and all that. Where, where did that come from? Yeah. So a lot of the funding originally came from just my personal checking account. Um, so I would say a lot of, yes, yeah, a lot of the original supplies we just bought from that. And then when I had to buy a bigger piece of equipment that were a little bit above what I was wanting to spend my own money on at that moment, I reached out to family um, and got some funds in from that way. But for the most part, what we are, our expenses are very limited. Um, so it's not a big, massive startup startup cost. We're speaking underneath a thousand dollars for the most part. Um, and then beyond that, it's just a bunch of monthly subscriptions <laughs> that I have to manage. Um, yeah. And then I recently, one of the partners or not part my, my co-founder, Andrew, um, which came on on the team in December um, he started recently investing in some of his own personal assets and stuff too. So yeah, just putting our money out there and hoping we'll see a return someday on it. Right. What, what's your strategy or what, uh, currently in, in, mm -hmm. you said building a team and bringing people on, right? So what a lot of people, uh, I think if they're starting something, they always think equity, uh, mm -hmm. either not thinking equity <laughs> <laughs> like when I do in my business, I'm like 50, 50, let's just do it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be like, Oh, you take 90. I'll do, I'll take that. You know, uh, I, I'm just a little more loosey goosey on that. Um, which I wouldn't recommend. Um, there, there's books out there, uh, <laughs> that help you decide like how to fairly distribute equity in a startup. But, um, yeah. Like how, how did you think through that? Like what, what, I mean, Toby was on as a consultant. Does he have some equity in the company? I don't know if this is, if you don't feel like you want to talk about it, that's fine. I'm just, no, that's totally you just okay. give a general, you don't know have details like Toby is mm -hmm. this much. And <laughs> <laughs> just your thought process on that. I'm giving yeah, you that equity. Definitely. Sure. Um, 
So I've always felt that compensation is key. Like people need to be compensated for the work that they're putting in. Um, but the form of that compensation, I think, looks different depending on what stage your company is in. And so the way that we originally and still are operating since we are still pre-revenue um, is that we compensate through equity. Um, and that equity is gained based upon the inputs um, into the company. And so that is anywhere from my level um, all the way down to we have a freelance photographer, basically, and a person who does some of our graphics works that we recently just brought on that we all bring into this equity sharing model. So any energy or any time that they put in the company, they can basically bill it out um, and they receive equity um, in return for that. Nice. Uh, is that slicing pie? Did you yes, that, that is slicing pie. One oh one there. Um, there's also there's another company that I just came across um, through our work with Proda Ventures. Uh, I forget the name of it. I'll share it with you, but it's similar to that. It's just uh, yeah. How do you distribute equity mm -hmm. fairly in a startup as people are like coming in, coming out, like all all of that? That I feel like that for me that's a that gets complicated. Exactly. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I think it's important that you get it right because you're going to have a lot of people in those early days coming in and out, I feel like. And I mean, I've, I've experienced that myself with some people being able to give tremendous amount of time um, during different seasons of their life. Um, and so in order to account for that, um, that's why we ended up kind of going with the, hey, what you input is the, the, the amount of equity that you'll be able to take out later rather than it just being an even split. For instance, my co-founder right now just recently went back into another semester of grad school. And so his availability has significantly decreased <laughs> um, while Stay my availability is still there. Yeah, why, why they got to do that? <laughs> um, so yeah, so that it, it just looks different. Um, and then it, it, it just makes it fair for everyone involved. People don't get discouraged and you don't have these little bickerings of, hey, why aren't you putting in more time into the company um, during this and all yeah. this? Because like, well, hey, it doesn't, I think the day I would love for him to, but I also have to understand where he's at in life. Right. So. For sure. Yeah. All right. We're bouncing all over, which I don't know. I'm liking. I'm yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, it's helpful. But uh, let's let's kind of get, recap and see where we've, we've come and and maybe the next step to where, you know, where we go. So again, ideation, validation through um, friends and family, like people, you know, hey, does this sound like a good idea? Uh, then testing, testing the actual process. Uh, you're building an app uh, and you did that. Um, yeah, you didn't hire a developer. You're, you're a talented guy and can and use things like, so you've, you've built the, prototype for the app all yourself. Is that correct? Yeah. So we utilize the no code platform to go ahead and do all the visuals and also the background for that so that we don't have to go and hire out um, the developers, which when we first started, we were looking at the developers route, but we were finding that in order for us to build what we wanted to build, we're looking at 20, 30, 40,000, if not more to build out the application the way we wanted. So we decided to go in house for it. So do you have a working app now? Yes. So we do have a working application. Um, okay. If you actually go to getbreezy.co, it'll go ahead and it will walk you through what our service is and everything that we're about as a company. Um, and then you can actually click schedule a, a visit or schedule a clean. 
um, when you click that, it's going to go ahead and take you to our web application. Um, so it's not in the App Store or the Play Store yet. Um, yeah. We're still primarily based on the web, um, but it behaves and functions just like you would um, find within an app. And so, yeah, once you click that button, it'll take you through the whole form and it will create you an account, basically, um, where you're going to be able to visit all of your upcoming visits. Um, you're going to be able to see service details on each one of those, change the date and the time in case something comes up. You can add or change your location. Um, you can add an interior. If you didn't schedule one in the, in the, in the past, you can switch up your different package, everything that you want, basically, you can do straight online on the application without having to worry about sending an email or calling like you currently have to do with a lot of mobile washes. Right. So. Yeah. Maybe at a future day, we'll dive into the weeds of that. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely. For you, but uh, we'll save that for another time. So you have a working app. Is it out into the wild? Like Yes. This so is if I go, if I, if, well, it's just Chicago, right? Yes, just Chicago. Just Chicago. So if I go on getbreezy.co right now, I can schedule a clean. Yes. And someone will come clean me. Not yep. me. <laughs> well, not, not specifically. We, we clean all your vehicles. Well, hey, hey, uh, my vehicle. Separate <laughs> uh, <to laughs> market. Okay. Uh, and what um, have ha, have you? Uh, yeah. So, what does that look like? When did you release that? And what did that process look like in terms of like getting in front of people right now? Yeah. So I would. You're you're hitting right on the spot of where we are currently like situated. Okay. Awesome. At. And so we basically this week um, we are launching out live with the application you can go online you can book all that different stuff um and now now we're moving in the face how do we really get out in front of people and we're really excited about that um in the in the past as we've been doing these test washes and really trying to figure out products um we've had people come up to us on the street and said hey i love the product like this looks amazing um mm -hmm. two saturdays ago we had our I was I would say one of our first customers that was in a friend or a family or we had no connection to um, approach us and uh, we ended up cleaning his car. And then he called a friend and we cleaned his friend's car. And as we were cleaning his friend's car, a person was driving down the street, saw what we were doing and turned his car around and said, hey, this is this looks amazing. Like I've never seen a car shine so much. How do I get involved in it? And so we're we're confident that once we're really out there now and we really are starting to do these washes that the more people see us, the more that we're going to increase our bookings and stuff. And so what we're currently working on is basically developing our business cards, um, which any, any company needs to have. And then also just our uniforms. We want to make those two things very on point and on brand with what we're trying to do here. Nice. So, Great. Well, that's uh, up to today, which is great. Um, to finish this off in this conversation, where are you headed? Like, what do you want to see? What's the big picture for Breezy? Yeah, the big picture for Breezy um, is ultimately we want to service as many cars as we can here in, in the Chicago area. And then um, someday hoping to go into other cities and do the same service there for them. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to for us is not only that this is a great 
way to service our customers, but we also think it's a great way to provide employment for the people within our community. Um, I'm an urban studies major in college, and I guess I should have probably mentioned this way earlier on. One of the reasons I got into entrepreneurship was because I saw the power of what it could really do for communities and how much of an impact that it could have. And so, yeah, we're hoping to really launch out Breezy and grow it and expand to other cities so that we can continue to make impacts into the community around us. Great. Love it. Um, so well, one last question. So yeah. kind of a, like a lead up into the next time we talk. So the hope is that we talk next week and get an update where you're at. Like what, what, when we, when we talk next week, like what do you think? Like what's the next week have? What's the next step that, that you're, that you're pushing towards in, in the, in the next week coming up? Yeah. So our team um, just expanded by one, which we're really excited about. Um, so we brought on a graphic designer, which is we, we've been in need of one um, to kind of help us redefine our look and our feel. And so what this next week's going to look like for us is a onboarding him onto our systems and our project management boards. And so we're trying out a couple different ones. We've been kind of able to manage right now just through texts and phone calls between me and my co-founder on like what to do next. But now that we're bringing in a third person, we really want to make sure that everything is communicated well and that we're keeping track of projects and stuff like that. And so mm -hmm. um, that's going to be step one. It's just making sure that we get a project management system in place, um, onboarding our new hire onto it, and then working on developing those business cards and our uniforms. So we started the process, but we'll be finishing those by next week. Um, and then starting to get out there and do those washes for people. That's kind of the goal for this next week. Great. Yeah. Well, if you're, uh, if you're in Chicago and when you hear this podcast, uh, I definitely encourage you to hop on getbreezy.co, right? Correct. Yep. Schedule a wash and yeah see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, I, I like the idea and I think it'll catch on. I think it just takes a, a company that really pushes and dedicates its time and resources into making it happen. And I think it's, it could really pop and be something like I, like I envision for urban street, right? Like <laughs> it can happen in every major city, right? You know, you just, exactly. um, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of cars and they get dirty. <laughs> and oh, they need you. to be clean. Great for us. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank you for uh, coming on and sharing your story. And yeah, looking forward to the next the next weeks and hearing how you uh, build out uh, Breezy and, and excited to see, follow that journey, right? You know, as you get more people and you're like, oh, next problem. I got to figure out how to hire people to clean cars and where do you find them and all yeah. that. So that'll be a fun journey to, to follow along with. So again, thank you for uh, your willingness to do this and to share your story. I know it's going to be super helpful to people who are listening to encourage them to um, take that, that jump. Right. I, I tell people like, you know, that entrepreneurial, we, anybody who has that entrepreneurial itch, like there's a way to scratch it. And um, like I said, that's why Bitbox exists is to, to help people like, it's hard. It's hard to start things, um, you know, and we need people around us to help us. We need people around us to, to help us think things through and to motivate us and push us forward. And 
there's a community of people who are doing that together. That's, that's what we're building and, and wanting to see with BitFox. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to like do this journey with you and, and see all the, the fun and good that'll come out of it. So I'm excited. Thanks for having me on here today. Great. Until next time, we will uh, see you next week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Small Business Startup Stories presented by BitFox. BitFox exists to discover, develop, and launch entrepreneurs. We believe anyone has the ability to start a business, and that means you. If you have the desire and don't know where to start, we'd love to help. So please visit us at bitfox.com to find out more.